It's time for This Week in WordPress, episode number 219, entitled Manatee Tank. It was recorded on Monday, the 1st of August, 2022. My name's Nathan Wrigley, and as always, I'm joined by some superb WordPress guests. This week, I am joined by Jess Frick. I'm also joined by Adam Warner and Daniel Schultzmith. It's a WordPress podcast, so you can guess what we're going to talk about. It's the WordPress news from this week, and there's quite a lot. WordPress 13.7 has got some nice, cool updates, including the ability to add lots of custom templates all over your WordPress website. What about the ability to add a dominant color background to any images? That's come from the performance team as well. Does WordPress need a new name for full site editing or is it all a bit of WP drama? There's a whole load of talk this week about some future events. We've got WordFest coming up. We've got the WP Accessibility Day and various other things. We're also going to be talking about WS Form and a hat tip to Cameron Jones, who is often in the chat when we do this show live. Lastly, Facebook, their profits are down, the teeniest, tiniest little bit, but does it mean doom? What do we think about Facebook? It's all coming up next on This Week in WordPress. This episode of the WP Builds podcast is brought to you by GoDaddy Pro, the home of managed WordPress hosting that includes free domain, SSL, and 24-7 support. Bundle that with the hub by GoDaddy Pro to unlock more free benefits to manage multiple sites in one place, invoice clients, and get 30% off new purchases. Find out more at go.me forward slash WP builds. Hello! That hurt more than I expected. Hello, everybody. I'm going to need my glass of water, my trusty glass of water during this episode. We're on episode number 219 of This Week in WordPress. Guess what we're going to talk about? Motorcut. No, we're going to talk about WordPress, believe it or not. And I'm joined by three fabulous people in order to help me do that. And you've seen all of them before, I'm sure, but let's go round. First off, I'm going to introduce Jess Frick. How are you doing, Jess? Fantastic. I'm so excited to be here with you. Yeah, thank you very much for joining us again. Jess Frick's a regular on the show. You might you might call her a co-host. And uh, she is the Director of Operations for Pressable. She is an iced tea connoisseur and a proud member of the Post Status community. And thank you for joining us, Jess. We're also joined by Adam Warner, who is, can I do it? Yes, first time. Look at that. Uh, how are you doing, Adam? Well, <laughs> yes, you, know, you know how it feels. How are you doing, Adam? I'm doing very well, Nathan. Thank you. Good to see you, Daniel and Jess and uh, WordPress community. Yeah. Well, Adam is the Director of Field Marketing at GoDaddy. In his role, Adam raises brand awareness through events and community discussions. He also manages activations with GoDaddy Pro's marketing team, focusing on web designers, content creators in WordPress, and website developers. Prior to joining GoDaddy, Adam was the co-founder of Foo Plugins, more on that later, which provides high-quality standards-compliant WordPress and jQuery plugins. Yeah, thank you for joining us, Adam. And yeah, a bit of beer. Finally, Daniel Schultzmith. How are you doing, Daniel? Good. Oh, yeah, yeah. You got, uh, yeah, you got op. Op's easy. Anybody can do op. You point at Jess. Go, Daniel, right now at Jess. First time. Uh, <laughs> you see, it's always wrong. Go. <laughs> go with what you got. Tells you not to do. Daniel is the leader at Pineus 
Have I pronounced that right? Is it Pinellas? Uh, Pinellas or Pinellas? Pinellas. I do <laughs> Pinellas County government overseeing all of the public-facing websites and in interactive experiences to help the public get the information they need easily, easily and intuitively. When not working, he enjoys giving back his time to the WordPress community as a WordCamp organizer. He did that in. 2022 at US, 2020, Miami in 2020, WC in New York City in 18. He's a meetup organizer, uh, organizer for the Newport Richley WordPress meetup, a producer at the WP Minute, and and also through several side projects, WP Livestreams directory. That's a good initiative. I, I love things like that. Uh, WP yeah. Talk Spaces on Twitter, the WordPress Twitter community organizer, and tiny press email. I'm going to take a breath because that was rather a lot. Daniel, you do a you lot. You know, I did edit it, but I didn't save it. So I could. <laughs> I know what you added as well. I more or less can guarantee. Is it your nice, shiny new job? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I actually twiddled. I, 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 I pared it down for you to make it a little bit easier because oh, I, I am see. doing something. Okay. Things, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Well, for next time, next time, we'll, maybe we could just do a bitly link or something like that. Oh, is yeah. is Daniel's is Daniel's bio going to bitly link? Uh, but thank you for joining us, all three of you. I really appreciate it. If you would like to join us in the conversation today, we'd really appreciate that. The more comments, the merrier. Uh, if you want to remain anonymous, you can do that on Facebook. But where's the fun in that? In all honesty, um, what you've got to do on Facebook, if you're in the Facebook group, is head to that url it's chat.restream.io forward slash fb once more chat.restream.io forward slash fb and that allows facebook to um give us your name avatar and so on and so forth but please drop a comment in if you would feel like you are willing uh, pause this or open up a new tab and go and share it we're at wpbuilds.com forward slash live at this exact moment and uh yeah It'd be nice to have some people joining us uh, in addition to what we've got right now. Having said that, we've got a few people. We've got, um, we've got Adam's, Adam's colleague, Maya. How are you doing? Hello, everyone, she says. That's nice to, <laughs> nice to have you with us. We've also got a new name. I don't think I've come across this one before. I'm just going to have to increase the size of my monitor because it's so tiny. Jerome Roti or Roti, thanks for joining us indeed. <laughs> Cameron Jones, as always, the re ultra-reliable Cameron. Cameron, stay stay around because you're featured on today's show, which is quite nice. We've got a Facebook user. We've got a dog. <laughs> and we've got somebody saying, good morning, everybody. It's Nikhil Chowdhury. Is that your dog by any chance, Jess? <laughs> it's uh, one of the three. And Nikhil <laughs> works with me here at Pressable. So, <gasps> yeah, it was just oh, like all on. happening at the same time. Ah, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Comment too, says Jerome. Okay, let's get stuck into the events today. Honestly, um, Jess, do not feel bad about your dog if your dog, well, unless your dog literally means that we can't carry on, just ignore it. I don't care in the slightest. I'm sure our listeners will, will not mind either. Okay, loads of WordPress stuff going on this week. This is our website, wpbuilds.com. Look at that, sponsored by GoDaddy Pro. Check that out. Um, and if you fancy joining us, there's a subscribe page just here, right at the top, this little link. Fancy joining us. Go and subscribe to all the stuff that we do. Let's get stuck in. Let me get rid of that little thing first. Here we go. Some exciting news on the Gutenberg front. 13.7, round the corner, and it expands custom template capabilities. Now, hold tight. This is actually dead cool. The other stuff I'm not that bothered about. The estimated <laughs> reading time, not that fussed about, personally. But the, the capabilities inside of the template engine here are absolutely brilliant. And I'm just going to quote, it's Sarah Gooding, 
Gutenberg 13.7 was released this week with major updates to full site editing capabilities that expand custom template creation. Users can now create templates for custom taxonomies. It's quite a nice list, this. Custom taxonomies, specific terms, single categories in tags. The update also includes the, the ability to create templates for specific pages. So basically, now full site editing is getting to be fully mature. If you can more or less imagine it, and it's attached to a category, a page, a, or a, a, a tag, any of those kind of things, you can create with no code, uh, using the full site editing features, a template. And uh, I think personally, that's very exciting. As I said, a couple of extra things. This has been added, the time to read. Uh, I'm guessing it polls the amount on the page and sort of figures out roughly how long it would take to read that. That's been added. Um, and also, this is quite cool as well, the block locking feature. I find that hard to say. The block locking feature um, is getting much more granular. And what you can now do is you can just tick a parent item and anything that's nested below that, let's say in a group or a cover or a column, will inherit the, the permission. So you can lock people in, lock people out. Maybe we want to talk about the block locking, <laughs> he said slowly. <laughs> um, I, I'm just scared of swearing, frankly. That tends to be what happens. Uh, and we be talk about the time to read thing, but I suspect we'll want to talk about this te template thing. We're at the point now where WordPress core can do an absolute boatload. And as always, just interrupt as soon as the idea takes you and uh, don't worry about cross-talking we'll figure it out between us so it's <laughs> over to you uh i'm i'm actually pretty excited about uh the whole you know concept of templates and everything going on here um we've been able to do it in code so far but we haven't been able to do it just you know no code just kind of clicking and making new ones um so that to me is kind of one of the missing pieces that i've been waiting for um, but one of the things that I was going to point out too is I never knew Justin Tadlock was actually still working in WordPress. I thought his his oh yeah he's now working yeah, as so a as a developer cool relations. Uh, nope. Yeah, because there's a quote here. That just it's it was so yeah. weird reading that. I'm just going to read on the screen. It says automatic sponsored contributor Justin Tadlock gave a walkthrough. Right? I was like, <gasps> <laughs> I mean, I, I actually knew that. that was... Reading it made me double take. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I interrupted Daniel. Carry on. No, no, no. Go ahead. Okay. Well, yeah, no, I, 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 I also was um, happy and surprised to, to see his name there as well. Um, WordPress is better for, for him being involved, for sure. Uh, I'm super excited for single category editing. It's something that uh, I remember really struggling with many, many years ago, um, trying to figure out how to customize category uh, archive pages. And I remember working back and forth uh, with messaging of a developer of a category customization plugin, and there were limitations in TinyMCE that weren't allowing, because you basically had to bring that into every page. And um, this is huge news. Uh, I think it's a, a huge step in the, in the right direction. Anxious to yes. look, anxious to look deeper. Yeah. Anything for I you, like Jessica? that too. I like that too. But unlike Nathan, I am very excited about the time to read. Ah, there you go. That's cool. <laughs> I'm telling you, for like psychologically, it makes all the difference into whether I'm gonna like 
decide to invest in this article because, huh. you know, sometimes people will write something that you can read in five minutes and then you get hooked five minutes in and you realize you've got another 20 to go because they're going all the way. I, I just need to know if it's going to be 20 minutes up front. I have to agree that, with you there, Jess. Uh, sorry, Nathan, go ahead. No, no, no. Go on, you carry on. I, I was just going to say it's, it really is with, you know, with our daily schedules and the plethora of um, DMs and emails and messages and multiple platforms, it's for me, it's rare that I sit down and have any focus time to read and absorb, uh, you know, long form articles and, and having that timestamp right there, it goes, Oh yeah, I can fit this in between my, my 15 minutes before my next meeting. Uh, so I do find it uh, pretty helpful. Um, although I could do better at blocking time to do focus work to read long form <laughs> articles, the, the, the time really helps. Sadly, it's like buying WordPress a bigger call house is you not going to take it. that on for you, Adam. <laughs> WordPress call is not going <laughs> to is not going to block your time. But okay, so that's cool, Jess and Adam. That's really great because I kind of glibly um, just assumed that that was of no interest to anybody, and it turns out that was of great interest to the pair of you. So that's brilliant, and it just goes to show. Shut up, Nathan. Frankly, and um, yeah, no. no, that's brilliant. The, sure. the custom, Never. the custom category thing, though, Adam. I think you're right. I think there's so much power in just the categories, you know, and it's right there in WordPress. It, it already ships with the category feature, and you can just create them as many as you like. And you know, if you're doing a, I don't know, an art, a, one about, uh, a, let's say, you do a website about football clubs, you could just have categories for every single football club and then dress it up with their football strip and all of that and, and you could so much power just behind that one feature and the fact that it's now available point click fiddle save is now i'm gonna copyright that point click yeah, fiddle point, save click fiddle fiddle save i like that <laughs> say that <laughs> 10 times fast fiddle makes it. Yeah, fiddle it's make better it. than lock <laughs> locking it's a lot easier than that anyway i think that's really cool the um the group locking not not you know i i personally won't be using that a lot but i imagine for teams and so on really really cool anyway coming to a, a wordpress install near you and it's getting more and more and more like the page builders that you've been, you know, the proprietary page builders and the feature sets that they've had for all these years. So excellent. Uh, okay, just a couple more comments. There's a few people that have dropped in. If you don't mind, panel, we'll just quickly say hello to them. That's nice. Oh, Jerome, we met apparently at a picnic. The picnic in Porto. That's nice. Uh, Sabrina Zidane. Hello, Sabrina. Very nice to have you with us as well. Um, and Beth, that's saying, hey, from Warner. Long time. It has been. Uh, and oh my goodness, there's quite a few comments from these folk, and I will probably hold fire on those and have a read of them while somebody else is talking. <clears throat> at the moment. Right, let's move on to the next piece. Okay, uh, this is okay. When I first read this, I thought, shall I include this? Shall I not include this? It doesn't seem of all that great interest. But then when I saw it and saw some of the comments and how effusive they were, I thought, actually, let's throw this in. This is a proposal to add a dominant color background to images. So if you're looking at the screen, you're immediately going to get the point because there's a, uh, there's a sort of like animated GIF. Maybe it's a video. Let me just play it. There's a video on the screen which displays what's going on. Basically, the idea would be that in the future, if you upload an image, as it's being, um, as it's being created on the WordPress backend, it will scan the image and figure out what the majority color is. So let, let's say it's like a gray or something like that. 
then it will assign that to the image. And if you've got something like lazy loading on, it will just create a background to that image such that it occupies the space where that image will ultimately load into. Sounds like a nothing except when you see it. And if you were on, let's say, I don't know, uh, affordable hosting and images were big and they were taking a long time to load, you've got a problem with the server, this just gives you some sort of visual idea. I'm guessing as well it'll help with things like content layout shift, but I'm not sure if it will, to be honest. Um, but little tiny thing, but I think very, very cool. And in the comments below, lots of people saying, actually, you know, Jonathan DeRosius, this is really great and something I support, he says. And so I've included it to see what you guys think. So over to you. I think from I... A, a user experience standpoint, it's just beautiful. Uh, yeah. It's, it's like you said, it's a, it's a simple thing. It's a, a bit of a simple touch on the surface. Uh, but I think... Um, for when you when you look at the 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 overall experience of someone um, visiting a WordPress site, but uh, those users that are creating them, I think it's just it's really slick. Hmm. Yeah, I I really love it too. Um, for those who haven't yet played with the Performance Lab plugin, it's actually available in there now. The proposal is to add it to Core for WordPress six one. Um, but I got to be honest with you, everything we were talking about it before it started, everything the performance team does is just solid gold. Mm. They're brilliant over there. I agree. Yeah, the performance team are really performing. Uh. <laughs> Exit stage left. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I need a cymbal sound. Yeah, no, but they are. It's like yeah. they've been around for the shortest amount of time and they seem to be <clears throat> turbocharged with really cool ideas and really great things. So even if they haven't executed on all of them, the chatter that's coming and the things that they are trying to do uh, are just on fire. It, I, I'm really pleased that that team now exists. It's phenomenal. And yes, you're right. I forgot to mention that. It is in the Performance Lab plugin and links will be in the show notes tomorrow. You'll be able to link to this piece. It's make.wordpress.org and the piece is called Proposal. Add a document color background to images so you can find it there. Daniel, sorry, you haven't had your say. Um, I was just going to say, I, I, I wonder too if it has any accessibility quality to it. I don't know. I mean... Mm. Uh, first off, it doesn't seem so, but maybe it's, you know, because we're putting a color there where normally there wouldn't be anything. Maybe it's a visual cue to people to know that there's an image loading or something. Um, so looks like on the screen, uh, because somebody was saying, will it add a line of CSS to each image? And the reply to that was, no, here's the CSS. And essentially yeah. it spits out, uh, it spits out dominant color data point which is just looks like a hex tag a hex oh, uh, interesting so it just adds very little by the by the looks of it but yeah i'm mm. just showing it on the screen i won't try to explain it to listeners yeah i wonder how it works with uh black and white photos <laughs> like his black oh, yeah like, yeah <laughs> what does it choose well i guess <laughs> the dominant right. color still yeah yeah, yeah that's a good that. point because if your if if your background was white and all of the image were dominant white, it would just look exactly yeah. like it always would have done. It's um it's gonna look amazing on photography sites, that's for sure. Yeah. So anyone that has a lot of rich photography on there and galleries like that, it's gonna it's gonna look really cool. 
Do we know why this was taken on? Jess, you were talking about the performance team. Do you know why this fell under the umbrella of performance and not something else? Because I was trying to make the link in my head with how this ties into performance. Is it content layout shift? Is it that? Do you know? I don't know the exact mm, answer. Okay. I'm on the hosting team and it was brought to us as a proposal. Um, so my insider knowledge is kind of limited to that. Um, yeah. I knew it was in the Performance Lab plugin. I would imagine it's performance because it relates to the user experience with lazy loading, like you said. And, you know, hopefully that will encourage more people to use it. I. <laughs> I'll read, I'll read what it says on the screen because it's, it's a perception. Yeah. It says, um, blah, blah, blah. continuing WordPress efforts to improve performance, members of the performance team have created a feature that identifies the dominant color of an image and adds it as a CSS background to the image tags. This, so here we go. This is the bit. This gives the viewer user a visual placeholder while the image is loading, resulting in an improved in an improvement to the perceived performance and user experience. So... It's obviously adding a tiny, teeny, tiny bit of extra code, but you know that's probably not going to have much of an impact. But it, it's more the the perception. Okay, there's something there that ought to be there in a minute, um, and you're not getting that dissonance of like content layout shift where you scroll and then suddenly the button that you're about to press disappears uh, off the screen. Okay, so maybe that answers that. Anyway, very cool. Two new WordPressy things hot off the press. We have a GoDaddy event coming up. Um, this is WordPress is a design system, really. It's an online event, and I'm going to quote. It says, while full-site editing, which we've just been talking about, is in its infancy, it's time to discover just what you can do for you, what it can do for you, and how you can use it to design your site. It's a live event, this page, which will be linked in the show notes, but it's you'll find it at events.godaddy.com. Um, is going to be taking place in a couple of days' time. Let me just get the exact date and time. It's August, Wednesday, Wednesday, August 3rd at 8 p.m. Uh, BST. And it says here, in this presentation, you will learn what are block themes and where to get them, what are templates and template parts, how to set styles to apply to your entire site, and how to make your own theme and export it to use for other projects. It looks like it's being run by Bud Krause, and uh, yeah, Adam in particular, probably of interest to you being a GoDaddy, GoDaddy person. Well, sure, it is um, f for that reason, since uh, it's uh, Maya Lankar on our team who um, is managing all of our EMEA time zone GoDaddy Pro meetups. And we have the US time zone GoDaddy Pro meetups. We've been doing those since April of 2020. We're in the several hundreds of uh, meetups now. Um, and the purpose is to, to bring users on to talk to users. And I'm especially interested in this one because... Um, my daily work doesn't allow me much time to focus on my side projects. And just recently, uh, I connected with Courtney Robertson on my team, who um, you may all know who's been running uh, training um, events on full site editing through uh, learn.wordpress.org and also through our GoDaddy Pro meetups. <clears throat> And I need to get up to speed on all of the intricacies of uh, using full site editing. So we jumped into my site, uh, learned a lot, and um, made some 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 good changes, but then got stuck in a couple of places. So um, I'm really looking forward to this one myself. And it Bud was almost like you. 
it was almost like you'd prompted Courtney at that point because <laughs> Courtney literally dropped into the comments the moment you said that. Her ears were burning. Uh, he was just being nice about you, Courtney, which is uh, which is good to know. Uh, yeah, and Jess did the whole, you know, the whatever the heart heart thing. Yeah, Courtney's doing an amazing job over there, producing an awful lot of amazing content. So let me just reiterate that time once more for those of you. Woo! For those of you interested in learning about full site editing, do stress. Uh, da, 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 it says it's perfect if you're new to WordPress. So don't be put off if WordPress is not your uh, bag or it hasn't been for the longest time. Or if you're thinking of changing your theme or just curious to see what full site editing is all about. I know a lot of people are a bit put off. Sorry, Adam. Come. I was just going to say that's where I was at. I needed to change my theme <clears throat> on my site. Yep. And so that's why yep. we, we dove in there. Um, it, it's a bit of a hot mess for a lot of people at the moment. You know, there's a lot of people saying, I can't use full site editing. It's not matured enough. But maybe this is the time to give it a go. You may not be production ready with it, but you could at least get a grip on where things are going. So once again, Wednesday 3rd of August, so a couple of days from now, 8 p.m. Uh, BST. I guess it's showing me BST because of where I am. But uh, yeah. Anything to add to that, Jess or Daniel, or shall we move on? Um, I, just, I was just going to mention. Oh no, go ahead, go ahead, Jess. No, please, you. I was just going to mention that um, I, I wholeheartedly think that the full site editing experience can completely be its own design system. Um, and one thing I've been trying to push for for the past few years is that concept of taking a literal design system and something like a Sketch or a Figma or Storybook, some other type of application, bringing that into WordPress and using that. Um, so in the past, you know, we've done it with like ACF and trying to do different things with that, even before Gutenberg was running. Um, and now, you know, we've really tried to do it with you know, different types of blocks and different types of systems like Cadence or Elementor or whatever. So to me, it's really exciting now that we have this capability built into WordPress core for FSE, because then we'll have that capability to really take something that was usually a static design and actually bring it in to make it a real system in place of what we can use. So, Jess. I was just going to say, you know, Adam, you could leave some room for the rest of us to be awesome in WordPress. You and your team just keep coming out with this super helpful content and contributing <laughs> with no expectation of purchase. It's just, it's a little overwhelming. That's and look, and then, and then modesty just steps into the equation as well, because Courtney says the whole team does the work really, uh, or the team really does the work, and making content for LearnWP helps us log issues as we find them too. Seeing Adam work through these, so through some things resulted in an issue log. Ah, there you go. Yeah, in fact, that was my very first um, issue logged for Gutenberg. Uh, we had nice. some trouble with the navigation block, but um, I wonder... Uh, feature request for Figma or other design systems that uh, perhaps Daniel and Jess and Nathan, you're more familiar with. We, uh, I'm familiar with Figma. Um, can we get an export to WordPress blocks from a design? Yeah. Um, Bill Erickson and I, the other name escapes me of who he's working with, but they're working on something like that to Ooh. basically export from Figma. Um, and also, huh. um, wow. Uh, yeah, there's someone else who was also working on that. I think it was, I think it was, uh, yeah, I can't remember the other person. But but that whole concept, really, of being able to export into the theme.json is, I think, where everyone's trying to go with it. Wow, that, that is would be incredible. That, yeah, that really would be incredible because suddenly the world of just designers opens up, doesn't it? You export 
pick WordPress, I guess, or something similarly titled, and you're off to the races. And, and it puts it into version control, basically, because Figma yep. has version control built into it, but also if we're pushing that to a theme.json, that's you know going into a Git repo usually or something like that. Whereas right now, we don't have much version control when it comes to FSE from what I've seen. So. Um, some other nice comments coming in. This is we've really gone the full gamut of FSE things today, haven't we? It's been really enjoyable so far. This conversation. Once you figured out, says Beth, uh, FSE and have a stellar training course, then I will consider using it. Okay, fair enough. So a uh, little bit more time there. Right now, learning curve, learning <laughs> curve makes my head hurt. I can totally sympathise with that, um, Beth, because I think there is quite a lot of. I think the the user experience in the proprietary page builder, let's just say the word Elementor for that in this particular case, it is, you know, it's 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 something to be matched still, isn't it? But uh, maybe maybe if we keep doing these episodes for long enough, it won't be too long before something comes along. Um, bu- 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 are there any replays of these? Oh, okay, so straight at you, Adam. Um, are there any re- or maybe Maya? She's in the comments. Any replays of these events? Yes, absolutely. Every single meetup um, gets recorded and then we upload the replay and it's usually within 24 hours, sometimes in a matter of hours. Um, the replay does get sent out uh, for the people who have registered. And just to, uh, just to be very clear, when you register for any of our GoDaddy Pro meetup events, you do not get put on a marketing email list. Okay, <laughs> It's just to be updated of future events and that is optional. There you go. Um, And I'm on that list. So I love it because then I always know which ones I need to get to right away. Yep. Yep. And that list is is hot, if you know what I mean. There's quite a lot of stuff coming out, um, as you said, each and every week. So several. Can we use that in our messaging, Nathan? Yeah, that's right. That list is hot. (laughs) Get on these these events. They're hot. (laughs) They're hot. (laughs) Uh, Tiffany, Tiffany Bridge saying, FSE is the most fun I've had playing with WordPress since 2005. Do you know what, Tiffany? It wasn't FSE, but I had a full-on epiphany the other day where I was sitting playing with WordPress, and I had the exact same moment. I was sitting there thinking, I am enjoying this. And there were things that I should have been doing and were far more pressing of my time. But I just (laughs) was, no, I'm enjoying this. I'm just going to keep going on. And I have not had that for quite a long time. I don't even recall what it was, but I did get a moment of, oh, this is fun. (laughs) You know, it's nice to explore new things. And I think there's a bit of each of us in the WordPress community that likes to play with new stuff. Oh, you yeah. know, we're, we're not the kind of people that like to be told what to do and then carry on doing that same thing for the next year. We constantly like to be challenged and, you know, have curveballs thrown at us and, and so on and so forth. So I think there's a there's a bit of this which is keeping us all attentive. And yep, go and go and check out the event. Uh, Peach and Eri says, what? <laughs> I don't know why, but uh, she's I think what? that was uh, in response to the Figma export to theme. Jason. Oh, I see. <laughs> Okay, got it, got it, got it. Oh, yeah, look, so here she goes. Seriously, that would be the answer to Webflow. We'll speak about Webflow in a minute, Peacher, because it seems like Webflow Webflow is on the rise a little bit. Comments Mm. coming in thick and fast. I actually can't keep up, so I'm just going to cherry pick if that's all right. This is Courtney. Tiffany, yes, signing up for the event. We'll email the replay. Oh, I apologize. That's basically a rehash of what Adam said. Right. Let's move on. Uh, So that was full site editing. Go check it out. 
Okay, this is a lovely community thing. Got a couple of nice community events. This is way, way, way off into the future, but nevertheless, nice to know that it's happening. WordFest Live, the 24-hour pretty epic event organized by Big Orange Heart, um, have planted their flag in the sand and told us when their next iteration of their event is going to be. It's going to be November the 18th, 2022. So I'm instructing you right now, stop what you're doing, go and head to your Google Calendar or whatever it is that you're using and dump that in it. It doesn't matter where you live on the planet. You Really, you've only got an excuse if you're living on Luna or Mars, because wherever you are on the planet, they operate from basically, they do a 24-hour thing. They start in Australia and head all the way around to the Pacific coast of the US. It's a fabulous event. And what they're looking for at the moment is speakers. And boy, do they need a lot of speakers. I think the last time they ran this event, there was like 40 plus, plus there was other ancillary things going on. So the total was much more significant than that. It was lots and lots and lots. And a fabulous event run by Big Orange Heart, who, as you may or may not know, is led by the fabulous Dan Maybe. So any anything to say about that? I was just planting it out there, but maybe some of you have got some nice commentary around that. I do see that there is a theme this year uh, listed uh, there in the in the uh, description. The theme is transformation, which uh, yeah. is interesting. Yeah, makes me think I might uh, submit to speak. Oh, you heard it here first. <laughs> we'll come back. <laughs> yeah, but if you are interested in speaking, they would greatly appreciate your contribution. I'm sure. Okay, and so that- if you want to support it, but you don't want to speak, I'm sure the call for volunteers will come out soon, and they need yep. tons of volunteers too. Yeah, this is I- one of those events, and I've been on the the other end of it. And I, by that, I don't mean that I've contributed a great deal of my time, sadly. Um, but I have been part of the the team that ran the the live events, a bit like I'm doing now. I have to say, it is it is like television. Um, you know, they have like a full on green room, which they run weeks in advance to make sure that your tech setup actually will work. And they've got people who are running boxes, which are in different parts of the world, remotely accessing them and playing the adverts at different. Basically, it's amazing. The, the amount of coordination going on in the background is not your typical kind of WordPress summit. It's a, it's a full on experience and hat tip to Dan and the team at Big Orange Chart. I know Michelle Frechette, who's often on here, is a big part of that as well. So anyway, give them your support. Big Orange Chart, it's wordfest.live. Um, and if you just go there, I'm sure you'll find the links. Yeah, I think one okay. of my favorite things... Oh, sorry. You no, no, no. no, no, uh, no I was no. just going to say one, one of my favorite things about WordFest in particular... Um, well, one of my favorite things and one of my least favorite things is the schedule. Is the twenty-four hour schedule? We've we've had a we've seen a few other events do that. I think um, the the part that I love the most is that I get to hear from people in other parts of the world. Uh, you know, you you get some of that at word camps or at the larger regional word camps like U.S. and and Europe, but uh, WordFest, I think, just makes it much more accessible for for people uh, in all of the time zones, and um, and for other people to learn from from people in those time zones where we otherwise uh, may not get to hear um, the knowledge that they share. Big fan. Thank you, Daniel. Jess, shall I just move on? Yeah. Okay. Uh, first of all, I hadn't realized this. I hadn't made the connection, but Courtney's just pointing out in the comments that you're all in Florida. 
Uh, yeah, we are all in out. Florida. Taking over, just taking oh, that's funny. over. <laughs> Bring out the gators and bath salts. <laughs> we just went to a, a a natural springs yesterday here in Florida and went swimming around. So, oh, not the oh. one on the panhandle. No, no, there are several. Uh, we <laughs> we the... intended to go to one. We got there at nine in the morning and the it was already full. So we got okay, we turned away. No, not Wakaiva, uh, Blue Springs. Um, so we ended up at Ponce de Leon, or not Ponce, but de Leon Springs. That's a good one, too. Um, mm. Which was nice. Yeah, it was a clear it was water a experience. Very clear. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was great. Oh, that's making me all jealous. <laughs> hot springs. That's just, just like an anathema. No, to not hot. hot. Oh, they were 72 yeah. degrees Fahrenheit oh, okay. springs. Was... <laughs> but, but on that note, Blue Springs, where he tried to go, um, stays at a temperature during the winter that's warm enough that all of the area manatees come and swim in there. Yeah, there are days cool. where they will have hundreds of manatees in Blue Springs. Just Honestly, hanging out. If I want a if I want to have any experience like that in the UK, I've got to inflate a paddling pool and fill it with water. <laughs> that's, that's your lot, and pray that the sun comes out. Oh, that's lovely. Oh, that, I hadn't really made that connection. That's great. Uh, Peach and Eri saying, please give me good reasons for a client not to do a project on Webflow. Figma then <laughs> is your answer. There you go. Uh, right. Okay. Uh, let's move on. Another event. I confess, and I am. I, I wonder if it's me just not paying enough attention. This event I had not heard of before. So in sincere apologies to the organizers of this one. This is now, let me just find it, put the screen up. Here we go. This is the WordPress Accessibility Day 2022. And I confess I'm thin on the ground in terms of detail. So I don't know if by Accessibility Day they're going to do like a WordFest 24-hour push or if it's just uh, one you know, if it's just between the days of the second and the third, but it's very, very close to uh, WordFest. It's the WordPress Accessibility Day, November the 2nd to the 3rd, 2022. And Obviously, it's all about accessibility. Their strap line goes like this. Join us for a free, oh, there we go, 24-hour virtual conference yeah. focused on building accessible websites in WordPress. Participate as a speaker, volunteer, or attendee to learn how to build better websites that work for everyone, regardless of their abilities, age, or situations. This feels like the, and quite rightly, the hot button topic of the moment. And if you want to become involved, there are three options here. We've got a sponsorship option. We've got a volunteer option, and we've got the speaker option, and the website is called WP Accessibility. Just nailed it. Dot day. <laughs> How cool is that? Bag in that one. WP Accessibility dot day. So go and check this one out. I'm. Sh uh, is it me? Have I just missed this every time it's happened before? Where have, have I been under a rock? Um, it happened. I, I believe last year okay, as well. I think so I yeah, the second mm -hmm. time. Um, and I know this is large in part a lot of the same folks that also run the WordPress accessibility meetup group um, are also mm -hmm. a part of this with some extra organizers on there as well. Um, and so I know they're actively looking for speakers, especially um, that can come in and talk about these things. So I think it's, you know, across the board on anything accessibility in, in relation to WordPress. Man, our community is just so 
blooming cool yeah. things like this going on just for that one particular aspect and then you've got WordFest at more or less the same time we'll be doing our summit a bit later as well and all sorts of other things and by the way one of the main links in the nav on that website is join our email list so there's maybe an opportunity for you to just keep in touch as they create their blog posts around it Jess Adam anything on that or shall I press on um, I just want to nothing. throw out a high okay. five to WP Builds friend Bet, who's one of the organizers. Yeah. Ha ha. Ha ha ha. There you go. That's nice. Thank a lot you. of really yeah. great people behind it. Yeah, that's cool. And now we've got manatee comments coming in from the uh, from Mr. <laughs> Manet. Blue Springs has the highest concentration of manatees anywhere in the world during winter. Are you telling me there's not many there in the summer? That's a bit bad, isn't it? I mean, we got manatees coming out the wazoo during summer where I live. <clears throat> right, moving on. Oh, no, Adam, the, what were you going to say? Uh, uh, oh, uh, I accessibility. forgot. It was something yeah. about accessibility day. Yes, I believe this. I, I agree with Daniel. I think this is the second year. Uh, feel free to correct us in the comments. Um, we're involved with that, I believe, um, last year and this year. And... Uh, Accessibility, the, the push for accessibility has um, really exploded, I think, in the last maybe two, three, four, five years in WordPress. And I think it's, uh, it's just, it's really good to see um, that that momentum is picking up steam and not slowing down. Um, I, I just think it's really great. Yep, I think the words picking up steam are the uh, apropos here. It really does feel like everybody is now talking about it in the same way that like 18 months ago, everybody was talking about core web vitals. It's just got that head of steam to it, which is fabulous. And um, Peacher says that she is going to speak, uh, or at least she's going to apply uh, to speak, which is nice. Uh, bu -bu -bu okay, Peacher, you're right. Okay, so on the theme of large aquatic mammals which clearly is what this is now turning into uh we do have seals there's a seal colony of about 200 seals about three miles from where i live and <gasps> it's fabulous and but you have to climb down a cliff uh which is fine it's not not like a, it's not like you need mountaineering gear you just need sturdy shoes and a, a bit of an appetite not to fall over and it's very cool so you know you can have your manatees i'll i'll happily I'll stay with my seals. It's Florida versus the UK. I'm outnumbered. <laughs> Not going to win. Right, let's get back to WordPress. Okie dokie dokie. Actually, let's let's talk about um, this one. This is really interesting. Yoast as in the person. Yoast Devolk, who uh, is behind, you know, the founder of Yoast, the SEO plugin. Every six months or so, I believe, he does his CMS market share where he gathers up as much data as he can get his hands on and he tries to make sense of how the CMS, how the CMS ecosystem is doing. And, and each time, uh, for ages, the WordPress numbers just pop, 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 pop. It was a it was more or less like a logarithmic curve. Up it went. Um, parabolic, I should say. And the until recently, about the last time he did this, he was fearful that perhaps uh, WordPress was in a, a, the first state of decline ever because the numbers had gone down modestly, albeit. This data has now been combined wherever he was getting his data from before. He's now combined it with built it built with data. And he makes the point right at the top that he's not sure what to make of that data. So he's not making any kind of predictions from this. He's a little bit puzzled by how it all comes out. But the bottom line is everybody take a breath 
because the, the WordPress data, rather than declining, it just seems to have plateaued. We've kind of gone back to that 43 point something percent. And, and so here is the graph or rather chart. So let me just read through the numbers. WordPress 43, exactly, 43% is what it's coming out as. I think the highest it ever got was 43.6, something like that. Shopify number two, and ju just listen to the difference in these two numbers. 43 for WordPress, wow. Shopify 4.2. <laughs> um, I mean, it, it, oh. uh, Wix at 2.3, Squarespace 2.0, Joomla 1.6, and, and it goes on from there. The, the platform that I used to use and dearly loved Drupal uh, 1.2, and it goes down from there. And there's a lovely graph here which kind of just gives it, no, that isn't the one. I can't actually, oh, is it that one? Yeah, here we go. This chart is really shows it off perfectly. So what you're seeing here is uh, a chart. Po apologies to the listeners. You'll just have to cope, I'm afraid. The, uh, the, the, the top line is the blue line. This is the market share for WordPress. And you can see, broadly speaking, since July 2021, it's kind of a flat line. I mean, it, it goes up and it goes down the tiniest little bit, but there's no major change in direction. This other line, this gray line, which is like, oh, there's a big rival. No, that's, that's none. That's websites which aren't using a CMS. <laughs> and it's less than WordPress, which is phenomenal. Thank so you. these lines at the bottom, these tiny lines all push together right near the bottom of the chart. They're all the others. So the red line at the top is uh, Shopify, then uh, thrown all together. And in, in many ways, you can't even tell the difference between them. Uh, Wix, Squarespace, Joomla, Drupal. Bottom line is the chicken little story from six months ago. We've packed him off. We put him back in a box and sent him back off to the poultry farm. Chicken little is no longer part of the equation. It seems like it's just plateauing out. However, if you are a, a WooCommerce person, there is not only room to be sanguine, there's room to be kind of happy because look at this. This is the WooCommerce chart. Green is uh, Shopify. And now you, you can detect on the Shopify line a slight decline over the last three or four months. Well, January, so six months or so. It's gone from 4.4% 4, 4 to 4.2. And it's, it is perceivable on that graph, given that the axes are different. But look at the WooCommerce graph. It's going up and up and up. It's gained 1.5% of the market share since this time last year, which is just um, an amazing statistic. Um, now... As ancillary to that is because Shopify is going down. This is an article on The Verge. Shopify is actually laying off a thousand employees, which, you know, obviously we're sitting on the WordPress side of things, but there's nobody here being smug about this in any which, whichever way you look at this, it's a tragedy when people get laid off. But it is interesting as an article, as a news piece only. 10% of its workforce are being uh, made redundant. To be fair, Shopify are giving them a nice deal. They get three months' salary plus a week, depending on how many years they've done. Plus, they get some sort of support for finding a new job and the ability to buy a laptop, which they've got to replace. But mostly that workforce is being reduced in recruiting support and sales. I talked for ages there. I really didn't intend to. Apologies, everybody, but free for all. Off you go. Can I just throw some more love at Adam? His first response yes, was to his first <laughs> response, like listen to he's such a mensch. His first response is to throw out the recruiting link and telling everybody how amazing GoDaddy is and that they're hiring and 
he's got your back. Like, who, who does this? Yeah, that's nice. By well, the way, you know, oh, go ahead, Nathan. No, 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 please. It, I, I was just going to say, I, thank you so much, Jess. I appreciate that. And I always appreciate your kind words. Um, whenever I see those kinds of announcements, um, probably like all of us, our Twitter feeds uh, inevitably um, are filled with those things. I was just laid off and now I'm going to do this thing or I'm just, I was just laid off and, you know, I'm looking for work. And I, I really try to put myself in uh, that situation and, um, and, and do things that I hope others would, would do for me. Right. Just um, resources. Uh, I'm a, I'm a husband and a father. And when I think about something like that, that would happen, what is my plan B? Right. So um, if we can help connect people, uh, that's a lot of I think what we all do is um, we are the great connectors. I don't know about great, but we're connectors of. Uh, <laughs> well, I think we're all pretty great uh, of of people and, and opportunities. Uh, so hopefully, hopefully that pans out for all of those 1000 people in one way or another. Uh, nice, nice catch, though, Jess. Nice, nice bit of nice bit of mutual back rubbing there. I enjoy it when we're when we're nice to each other. That's lovely. Daniel's thrown a screenshot, but Daniel, I confess, on my screen it's come out as ever so small. So can I just share this, Daniel, and you can explain yeah, why yeah. it is that you sent this in my direction? I'll try to zoom in. This is another chart. I don't think I can zoom in because I'm not logged into Twitter and it doesn't allow me to interact. Oh, oh I can. Gotcha. What are oh, we looking at? So go. it's a, it's an old screenshot I found on my computer. I was going, you know how you go through <gasps> old files and everything. That's from 2013, showing 2012's <laughs> numbers. Good Look at baby WordPress. Grief. Look at that. So none was no CMS was the biggest market share uh, by, by a far. country mile. It was se <laughs> basically 70 percent. Okay, and now so I realized, I realized too, like in the back of my head for years i've always thought oh well it's like wordpress joomla drupal and so when people talk about shopify you know being higher than wix and all that i've always had trouble comprehending it and that's because i think in the back of my head i keep thinking of this screenshot i took <laughs> back then yeah so I've this is a walk some... down memory lane i'm loving this so yes. here we go here's the here's the cms here's the cms charts from 2012 it sounds like i should be on the radio right in at number of, one is I wordpress with 16.9 percent in at number two joomla 2.9 percent drupal a drop at 2.1 percent blogger blogger 0.9 percent <laughs> v forget that v bulletin typo three there's much more some i've never heard of data life engine nope uh, discuss with a z i'm not uh -huh. even sure Bitrix, PrestaShop, PHBBB. Bitrix was on the latest one. Ah, okay. Uh, I didn't um, see that. So that's and I, I'm not familiar with Bitrix, but there nope. are a lot of well, uh, blasts from the past there. PrestaShop, isn't that what, be, what became common? No, shop. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, Presta standalone. They just got some major security issues. Oh, that's true. PHP BB, OS Commerce, Expression Engine. I remember Expression Engine. That was one that tried to charge, wasn't it? They charged for the like 79 bucks for their one one install license. Movable type. Oh Plig. <laughs> Plig. Oh, I, I used Plig. <laughs> Oh, and I also great. used, I mean, I'm sure many of us used uh, many of these. I had a 
my first e-commerce site was on OS Commerce. It was a pet supply store mm. called Derby wow. Dogma. <gasps> Look at this right at the bottom. Look, sorry, sorry. Squarespace yeah, no. is on the oh. chart. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Look at that. It's on yeah. the chart 0.1%. And then apparently they went out of business for six months or something where there were no installs <laughs> at all. And then it came back in again at 0.1%. They just dipped weebly on there. No wicks. Concrete as far as 5 I can see. jumped right concrete in there too. Concrete 5. Concrete. I did try um, Concrete 5 once. I remember like, that was the one with the hand logo, wasn't it? And uh, you could edit on the page. A little, little thing would come up. You could edit right in situ, which I kind of thought was cool. Well, that's the coolest thing that I've seen in a long time. You should send this to Yoast and should make sure that he includes it in his next uh, in his next piece. That's very cool. Okay, so the market share sky not falling in. Everything's fine. Do not worry. Basically, okay, Cameron Jones, it's your turn, mate. You've been coming here for months and months, and I uh, found this this week with your name on it. So I thought we'd give you a mention. This is a Specky Boy article. It's Eric Karkovac, and he um, he's been putting together an article. He's obviously pulled a bunch of developers and asking that well or product founders is actually what the title is and he's asking them wordpress product founders he's asking them what they do differently and he's spoken to cameron jones who's in the comments derek asher i'm gonna say kathy darling jack arturo gareth harris mark westgard who's often in the comments but i haven't seen today and uh, he's asking them what they do differently and i thought it'd be nice to Give, uh, give Cameron the opportunity. He was saying the biggest change in the ecosystem, without a doubt, has been the introduction of the block editor. And if he was starting out today, he would have a block-first mentality. He's more of a PHP developer, but he tends to build classic widgets and shortcodes before building blocks. If he was starting now, he'd build a block only and consider adding a shortcode editor for the for a classic widget as they became sufficient as there became sufficient demand for it. Cameron, if you've read this article, and I, I don't know if you have or not, it's quite interesting because you you are only one of two, two people that said that. Everybody basically said I would spend more time on marketing. Um, that really was the the sort of so you know, that was the, the theme that came out of it. So I'm going to launch this piece to the others as that. If you were a product founder, what would your advice be? And would it be do marketing? And I know, Adam, in particular, you've had a run at all this, haven't you? And your thoughts, marketing an important piece? Uh, I think marketing is everything. Uh, when I started Foo Plugins, I co-founded it with um, uh, Brad uh, uh, who Brad Vincent, who now still runs food plugins with his partners. Uh, how can I say this? But it's if no one knows about your product, yeah. um, except for your inner circle of connections, um, you're not going to be successful. Um, it, and I was by no means and still am by no means a marketing expert, although I've learned a ton of, uh, of um, uh, information about marketing in the last several years since co-founding um, Foo Plugins. But um, I wish I knew then what I know now. Uh, we, I, I have a lot to say and I'm losing my words. So I'll defer to Daniel and Jessica. But yes, marketing your, your product, especially as a maybe a solopreneur or a solo founder, uh, or if you're just all developer um, focused people, I think marketing is, um, is something that 
is missed. I, I talked to uh, Carl. Um, I'm blanking on his name now. Carl. Everybody knows Carl um, at WordCamp uh, Europe, and he is a hardcore developer, the Yammer um, uh, platform. Uh, and he said the same thing. Uh, and I often thought in the past that there there's a there's a niche there. There's a there's a business niche, and I've seen a couple of people do it where you could uh, employ a marketing program or a suite of tools that uh, could be marketed to developers to help them or a platform that helps them. Uh, Mark, Carl Alexander, thank you, Cameron. Um, and uh, I, I still think there's a lot of room for that. Uh, so marketing, uh, I agree with, is the most important thing. Okay, Daniel or Jess. Yeah, I mean, it, it, marketing, developer relations also seems like a big thing um, that we don't really talk about in the WordPress space. Um, I know that uh, Magic over at uh, WP Owls has talked about this a, a bit, about the importance of developer relations and how there's just kind of a lack of that in a lot of places. Um, but, you know, perusing the different uh, plugins that I saw in here, the products they were talking about, I could see they weren't as developer-focused. But um, so, you know, it would be cool, though, to have some type of developer relations thing in a lot, at a lot of the larger, um, you know, uh, product places for sure. Anything, Jess? I can only relate to my external founder experiences. I've started a couple of companies, and what Beth is saying in the comments is dead on. It is so hard to find time to work on your business when you're in your business. And marketing, for whatever reason, is one of those things that we forget to do when we're focused on the product itself. And so, you know, which, which comes first, the in, enhancing the product or making sure people are using it? It's it's always a you know give and take, but I I tend to agree that marketing is marketing is the one investment that you have to make. <laughs> I, I can give you a, another example uh, of of why marketing matters. Um, when we were running Foo plugins, uh, we of course were marketing in a lot of places, a lot of times in the WordPress circles which um, we needed to expand on and get to the average user. Um, but one of the things we did, a huge misstep um, that I pushed for was creating a product to scratch my own itch, to solve my own problem, and had our team uh, together with myself working on it for a good part of six months. Uh, we launched it and no one wanted it. No one cared. It didn't solve anybody else's problems except for my own and maybe a few other people. So if we would have employed the, uh, the correct marketing levers, we would have known a lot more uh, about our users and about our, our potential users and what they actually needed uh, and wanted. Um, so I would say that that's um, a really important piece as a product founder and, and why marketing matters is because you learn so much more about your your end user, your intended end user. It's quite interesting. I'm going to preface this before I say it. There's very few areas where I think I've actually got a lot of common sense to say. But I think on this one, I have a, a, diff a slightly unique insight. And that is to say that just because of the, the podcasts that have built up over the years, I do get contacted by an awful lot of people who have a thing. And it's a new thing. And they want the thing to be... 
they want the thing to become a big thing. And so and it never ceases to amaze me how much of a disconnect there is between their desire and their execution. So I get emails that are, are barely readable, um, product pitches that, are, you know, assume that if they give me a, a free license forever and ever and ever, amen, that that's, that's the deal done. You know, they'll, they'll be able to sort of air it and, and all of that. And, and I do think there is, there is a real difference between, let's say, an individual coder who's really got that as their unique talent. They are brilliant at that. Being able to do that and market is is an extraordinary human being in the same way that it's very rare to meet somebody who is an exceptional coder and an exceptional designer. You might be brilliant at one, fairly good at two, but it's really unusual to meet somebody who's brilliant at both. And, and I think there's a career, I think there's a proper career path for somebody who can step in and fill that void. It isn't me because I don't have the experience to do the marketing, but I think somebody, and somebody that springs to my mind is Jonathan Wold, um, mm -hmm. who has that the capacity to link people who've got a thing but don't know how to market the thing and to bring it to market. And, and in his case, I believe it's more partnerships. He likes to link people over here who've already got a, a system and an email list and a product, and but it marries up our products a bit like your product will match each other up. I think there's a real career to be had in that, in the same way that we've got SEO experts and we've now got you know performance experts and we're getting accessibility experts more and more. I think the people who can do the marketing on the WordPress side, I think there's a full-on career in that for somebody who can figure that puzzle out. We need a WordPress shark tank. Right. <laughs> Does it come with manatees? That's all I'm asking. <laughs> a manatee tank. We'll call it the manatee, manatee tank. Yeah, the manatee that's, tank. that's it. Hang on. That's the episode title right there. I'm yeah. going to write that down. Manatee yeah. tank. Right. <laughs> you, you, know, uh, you know, marketing consultants and marketing agencies and all of that, it's nothing new, right, uh, in, the, in the wider ecosystem. But in the WordPress space, I agree, Nathan, that I think I think there's a real opportunity here and to, to provide a somewhat of a packaged uh, a packaged marketing plan or planned uh, or education for for product developers in our in our space. Um, you know, obviously everything is is going to um, be uh, customized. Everything needs to be customized for the individual product or the approach. But there is a lot of education, um, and I think there's a lot of opportunity where. You know, someone who whose skill is development and not marketing, there's a lot to be learned, and I think um, I think there's a real opportunity there. So, whoever's going to move on that, um, feel free to shoot me a DM, and I'll 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 try to help all I can. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, right. We've heard it. This is it. This is the beginning of a new career path for somebody. Do you know what's curious as well as the FOSS side of this? The fact that like if you go to a WordCamp, I, I really get the impression that WordCamps are not the place to go out and do hardball pitching. They're the sort of place to build up relationships, whereas if you go to, I don't know, if you go to like a Cisco event or something like that, that that's all on the table. Like You are going to be pounded with business cards and people are going to come at you and really try to... I just think our community is slightly different, so it does <laughs> need a slightly more subtle, nuanced approach. Um, yeah. Anyway, there we go. Wow. Um, it, just to point out, too, that Alex Denning, formerly of Master WP, 
That's has it. has his own company called is Ellipsis. It Ellipsis? Yeah. Get Ellipsis. Yep. 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 And so they get, get uh, they specifically focus on being kind of marketing for uh, WordPress and WooCommerce. Uh, oh, perfect. Alex is a great guy. Yeah. Okay. Great. Oh, that was a nice unexpected conversation. I love it when that happens. Okay. Screens back on. Uh, I don't know if we've got time for this one. <laughs> this is the one about WordPress renaming full site editing to something else. I'll skip oh, it. Oh, I think we should. Oh, you want to go here? Yeah, okay, yeah. all right. Yeah. Okay. okay, this is the WP drama piece with it. I need a like jingle, <laughs> like a da da da. The WP yeah, drama. Yeah, you need a little, <laughs> yeah, a little audio bell that goes indicator. Up okay, yeah. so there's there's some nice comments on this some of them quite sarcastic and uh, interesting shall we say this is sarah gooding wp tavern it's a piece called wordpress contributors consider wordpress start again wordpress contributors consider renaming full site editing this has been prompted by the fact that uh, Josepha Hayden Chomposi, who's the executive director of the WordPress project, is thinking that the term full site editing um, and full site editor possibly are a little bit, and as it's described in this article, I don't really know how it correlates to what she actually said, but are not user friendly. We need something more user friendly. Um, now, the article goes on to develop what that means and all of that. Some people stepping in, like Nick Diego, who's a WP engineer developer saying look the ship sailed let's just carry on calling it that do we need to change it at this point other people saying yeah it, like we've had full site editing forever you just didn't know how to do it with a page builder potentially or you did sorry you didn't know how to do it without a page builder you didn't learn the the templating system that wordpress has got and so on anyway the comments so <laughs> how to describe it comments basically in in some cases sort of saying oh goodness is this too where we're where we're we're spending so much time thinking about the name of a thing that uh you know that concentrate on the actual rewriting of the code and getting it to work so it's getting funnier and funnier says tom when the product is the problem some people get the bright idea that <laughs> all they need to do is rename it paul lacy we know paul he says this is a satirical piece isn't it uh I guess it doesn't matter too much. FSE is a is an alpha product. It's not even visible to new users of WordPress, isn't it? And he said, but I thought SFE invented editing of website footers. And prior to FSE, every WordPress website in the world had the same uneditable footer. Is that not the case? And so you can see where this went. So Adam, it's totally over to you. I am not stepping in this one. <laughs> well, I you know I I don't think there's any need for any you know, drama surrounding this one. I think my opinion is um, it when I, I, I commented on that uh, on that post by Josepha and my comment was related to why don't we ask the users, right? So any decision that is made about a product and we just touched on this with marketing. Um, why is the quote unquote inner circle, those that are, involved in the wordpress.org project overall the the software the project the contributions why are we not asking the end users wordpress is much bigger than uh you know the 43 the the 100% of this call and the 100% of this li of, of of your listeners um wordpress is is there's so many different kinds of users out there and the fact that we've become accustomed and I'm not, um, I'm not disagreeing with anybody's comments. Um, and the fact that we, we've been, uh, we've come, we've become accustomed to the, the terms full site editing and FSE. Um, 
and then thinking back to, you know, in years past in WordPress theme, uh, templates as more of a kind of a ubiquitous website, th those terms to me are much more common to the layperson uh, than they have um, been for, again, this, this WordPress inner circle of users. So uh, my question is, why don't we just ask? Why, don't, why, why can't there be a survey of users? It wouldn't be perfect, of course, because not all users are in their dashboards and looking for surveys. Um, but I'd love to see that data and see what that says instead of um, you know, a group of 20 or 100 people arguing what what the best term is when when the decision isn't based on data it's it's based on a hunch that it's not um clear but do we know that yeah i am um, i've i've got this the article that josepha wrote on the screen at the moment it was linked in the wp tavern article which i'll put in the show notes and man alive i haven't seen that many comments on a word on a make.wordpress.org post in a while that is a of people making comments. So there's obviously a lot of feeling about this. I didn't obviously read many of them, just, just seen it's, it for the first time. Well, to also too, I mean, it, it's bringing up all the feelings that people had when FSE began. <laughs> because yeah. part of it was, I remember we had this conversation already. I don't know where it was. Maybe it was across different like slacks and forums or whatever. But when they introduced calling it full site editing in the first place, folks were like, well, really it's page builder. Like it's building pages and everyone kind of just, you know, didn't want to focus on the word page and for some reason didn't like mm. the word builder. But the reality is like, I'd like to see the, the SEM rush comparison of like full site editing compared to page builder and see which one's actually going to get more keywords. And I'm, I'm guessing it's going to be page builder because of the frequency that sure. it's used across yeah. the web. Um so that you know, that's that's part of my thing is that you're rehashing something that the whole community already already well and that's, discussed and felt bad about. Yeah, that's a, a large consideration, Daniel, that you just mentioned. Like, how are more users going to find WordPress? Um, are they yeah. going to be looking for website full site editor building, or are they going to be searching website, you know, editing build website website yeah template. Yeah, okay. Okay, that's an interesting point, the SEO part. Here's an interesting data point, and again, I have an insight, which is weird. I never normally have insights, so I just have <laughs> nonsense, really. So the All Page right. Builder Summit that we ran, by the time we got to the second version of the Page Builder Summit, it was really obvious that the, the people who were using Gutenberg believed that there was no content in it for them. So we had a large crowd of people who came to us and said only after the event had finished, oh, I didn't realize it had anything to do with blocks and Gutenberg. And because it was called the Page Builder Summit, they assumed that that wasn't. So in the in the next iteration from 2.0 onwards, every iteration after that, we we went out and you know we put images of the Gutenberg editor. We wrote Gutenberg as well, completely separately as its own word. So it said Page Builders and Gutenberg because there is a real divide between people who who think it's not a page builder which of course i think more and more and more and more it is so have you considered changing the name of your event to the full site editing summit <laughs> <laughs> i mean no, I, th I think we need to poll the wordpress community first before there you go <laughs> that's mm -hmm. uh, no but it's curious right that people would have i just assumed that people would make the assumption that gutenberg would be thrown in but they didn't that, yeah, I'm going to go for the well, most probably heinous... because of that 
that previous conversation that Daniel mentioned yeah. when yeah, Full Sight right. first came yeah. out. In the, oh, it was an illustration to me anyway. I had to quickly. So from now on, it's going to be called the Elementor Divi Breezy Oxygen Breakdance Gutenberg Summit. <laughs> And then we'll cover up. Oh, I've missed one, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> but there we go. Okay, anyway, that's it. That's that one. Unless Jess got something she wants to throw in the hat. I just think that we're going to still call it full site editing because we still call it yeah. Gutenberg. Yep. Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. I call it that all <laughs> the time. To the point where it's, also, it's, the, yeah, it's the WordPress yeah. block editor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. The plugin is Gutenberg, and I always call it Gutenberg because it feels like that's where most people land. They get it. Okay, uh, right. I can't believe I didn't do this earlier. I wasn't segueing particularly well this week. There's another possible episode title. No segue. Uh, this is another WordPress event. This is announcing WordCamp US speakers round one, two, three, four and five. I'm showing one, but as you can see in the sidebar, there's been a load of announcements. This is basically to say, if you were lucky enough to get yourself a WordCamp US ticket, you can now see who's going to be um, presented to you as the speakers and also the topics. If you weren't lucky enough, excuse me, and maybe one of you three has more insight into this than I, um, I think they're going to live stream it. That's my, uh, that I, have, I have that in my head somewhere. So even if you didn't get a ticket, you can actually watch yes. all of the content at the second it happens anyway. Yeah. Yep. Is that right, Daniel? Have I remembered that correctly? Yeah, all, all sessions mm -hmm. will be live streamed. Yep. There you go. So first round, we've got, well, actually, do you know what? I won't go through all the list of names if that's all right with you. But if you are going or you're curious or you now know that you can watch it all live, then... Um, Word us.wordcamp.org. Follow the links, and uh, you'll be able to yeah figure it out. By the way, this week I took. How cool is that button? I love it. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Isn't that nice? Don't I think I was actually I actually stopped and wrote a tweet about that button. <laughs> that's, how, <laughs> that's how sad I am. I just thought it was beautiful. I just really, really liked it. Somebody said, "Is that accessible?" I don't know if it's accessible. I didn't go into that. <laughs> you know, I think that uh, right there, it, either the white or the black or the hover version would make a really cool graphic on a T-shirt. There, your post comment. Mm. Yeah, right across. But I just thought Maybe it was really Jordan nice. Will jump on that. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, that was my that was my sad, sad fact of the week that I obsessed enough about buttons to tweet about them. All right. So there you go. Uh, straw poll. Which one of you guys, gals, go in? WordCamp US. Yep. Yep. All of us. Oh yeah. yeah. All the Florida crowd get to go. Yeah, I see Florida. what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> I see what's going on. Distribute those six hundred and fifty tickets throughout the panhandle and <laughs> darn it honestly i went out and did something in the backyard for like an hour uh came back all gone all gone however <laughs> i'm gonna see if there's a way i'm sure where there's a will there's a way uh right okay yeah. moving on moving on moving on and as quick... was called out in the chat um david Bissett is cre has created a list for people that want mm. tickets but didn't <sighs> get one and so there can be an exchange instead of putting them back into the public pool which again is another great way to do it but you know he has and that was a very cool site basically you go and you you add yourself to a, a form which then puts you in a google doc 
and a Google spreadsheet. Uh, basically, if you want a ticket but you didn't get one, and when I looked, there were three people who'd added themselves. So go and put yourself near the top of that list uh, yeah. if you do want to go. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, Beth's going. Yeah, look at this. Michelle's going. Yeah, Bob. So this is this is my tactic. Basically, get Bob done to get basically get Bob done to figure it out. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna try and work it out for me. He claims he can get me there. We will see. We'll see. That'd be fun. But thank you, Bob. I appreciate Let's hope so. Yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, okay, another shout out. Mark Westgard was one of the six in the Cameron Jones article that we mentioned earlier, the Specky Boy article. I just want to give a hat tip. He was a he was somebody that I spent quite a lot of time with at WordCamp US. He's a very very nice guy. He's got a plugin called WS Form, which if you've not used it, it's a worthy rival of the other plugin forms that you've seen before. And when I say worthy, I am not being you know I'm I'm not pulling any punches. It can do a lot. And he was very proud. He tweeted this week to say, I got on WordPress.com and they've written a, they've basically written an article about what, what Word, Word, yeah, sorry, what WS form can do. And really, this is me just saying congratulations. Obviously, yeah, that was an aspiration huge congrats. Mark. Yeah, he huge was congrats to Mark. I talked to him at length uh, in, at WordCamp Europe in the hotel lobby. We, we spent it probably over an hour talking about um, how what his background is, how he started in business and how WS forum came about. And, um, it, it's, uh, if you ever get a chance to talk to Mark, um, I highly recommend it. He's just a really open and transparent guy, super nice. Mm. And, um, is not afraid to share the lessons learned, um, much like my time with plugin business ownership. There was, we went out for a meal. There was Mark there. Then there was me. Then there was Bob Don there. And oh, you can imagine how like middle aged and crotchety that got <laughs> quickly. <laughs> <laughs> that was, it was very entertaining. Was that was the beginning lovely. of the uh, the shit show? Uh, yes, that idea? was it. Yeah, oh, that go. was exactly what happened. I blame it all on Bob. <laughs> That's when it all started. Yeah. Anyway, hat tip to Mark. Seriously, if you haven't seen WS Form, go and check it out. Especially if you like to wrangle the data. Uh, you know, if you like to present complicated data, it is really good at doing all that kind of stuff. Okay, okay, okay. Right, with 10 minutes left, we've got to go like the wind. Um, very quickly, I came across this tool this week. It's called Util Engine. It's a browser extension. I believe it's for Chrome and Chromium. So, you know, if you're in, if you're in the Mozilla camp, I think you're out of luck. But just quickly, it does some cool stuff like it'll generate lorem ipsum text as a JSON parser, a URL parser. This is cool. You can go to any image on the website and just basically highlight it. You can see it and it'll take the text out of it, which I've used about 20 times this week. And it's really cool. An RSA key generator, uh, URL encode and decode, base 64 image encode and decode could be kind of useful, saving yourself a few bytes here or there. You can throw in SVGs and see what they look like and obviously play with them. And you've got HTML preview, so you write HTML one side. It's 20 bucks. Might save you some might save you a bit of time here, there, and everywhere. And the roadmap is brilliant. There's a load of cool things on there. So, I mean, if you've got 20 bucks burning a hole in your pocket, it's called utilengine.com. I've got no skin in the game, but I bought it, and I like it. So I'm mentioning it. Okay. Facebook's dead. There's no more Facebook. <laughs> uh, I think we can all agree that uh, Facebook is in permanent decline. 
because let me read out the the numbers. So th- this is this is what you call incendiary uh, titles. Meta reports first ever decline in ad revenue. I guess that's true. That there is no there's no lying in that. So they went <laughs> check it out. Meta brought in two twenty eight point eight two billion from ads, but they were expected to get twenty eight point nine four. So, you know, Aww. I mean, oh, the hard violins yeah. are coming yeah. out. That I know. is a but, downward but, spiral, I'm telling you. I know. I think, though, it is. That's my thought. I actually think we are beginning to... Okay, for a start, don't come after me, Zuckerberg. I don't want your lawyers because, you know, I can't afford to bat your lawyers away. I, I think maybe this is the beginning of an interesting decline in Facebook. The, the sort of negative press around Facebook and all of the things that Facebook do seems to be gathering a certain momentum. Uh, you've got Apple shutting down a lot of the opportunities for them to target ads at you. Um, and so on and so forth. And so I just wonder. Um, I use it every day, but I'm trying to minimize the use of it. But there you go. I just thought I'd throw that one in if anybody wants can to I, comment. Can so, I just so, uh, so. say something here? 28.82 I know. Billion, billion from yep. advertisements. And that's uh, that's this quarter. You know, I mean... I, honestly, it's not even worth it, is it, for Mark? It's just like, it's not, it's just... Just crazy! Not I just step away now, Mark. You've done it. You've succeeded. You're you've completely done it. Just get out of the fight at this point, I think. But yeah, twenty eight point eight two billion. Where, do you, uh, do you, go on. Sorry, go ahead, Nathan. No, well, I was just going to say it is the default. I think still for advertising. I still think of all the platforms out there. If you want to, if you want to hit somebody on the nose with an ad and really know that they're going to respond to it, I, I don't think there's anything to beat Facebook. But I kind of hate that that's true. Mm. That used to be a lot more true when we could get ultra creepy and know exactly what your interests were and, you know, where you worked and lookalike pages. And they've taken a lot of that away from us. So, yeah, I guess we're going to just protect your data. Jeez. Yeah. Where is Facebook? Is Facebook going to survive or meta? Excuse me. Is it going to? Harken in the new digital age, the 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 digital revolution of uh, you know virtual experiences. I'm not sure. Okay, they're, well they're you go first, hard. Daniel, and then I will rant. Yeah, I was going to say they're pushing hard for metaverse in teaching spaces uh, for education and mm. getting people to understand different different paths like that. You'll see the commercials all over now that are kind of flooded across the U.S. Um, so I know they have an active, you know, push on that, but uh, I don't know about anything else. Like, we have an Oculus that just collects dust. <laughs> yeah. So, so my thoughts are like, if you okay, I'll first of all outline my position, which is very clearly thought out. You know, I'm not making any of this up as I go along. <clears throat> um, my position <laughs> is that I just can't see swaths of the of the world sticking things on their faces in order to spend the amount of time that Meta assume we're going to spend, because because I just can't see that being a reality. It's too weird. But but it's what just... if we get to the point where <laughs> yeah, uh... it's inserted under the surface of your skin? Yeah, and then I think it's time to... So there is no putting in. Everything is augmented. I'm going to swim with the manatees for the rest of my <laughs> life at that point. You know, 
just to touch on that for a moment, I have an artificial eye. Some people know that some people don't. And I've, uh, I've, I've often volunteered myself to different uh, places around the world to be a guinea pig. So as soon as uh, the tech is there and it is there, some people have already been doing it. Go ahead. Use my, use my artificial eye as the, the device uh, to connect me and augment my 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 reality i want to i i would love to push the boundaries uh, oh, of that connect it to my brain and let's go that is a fascinating insight as well because you know that's just totally different from where i would have come from so so anyway that was my that was my sort of knee-jerk reaction but then if you'd rewound me 15 years ago and say people will hold rectangles of metal and they will be <laughs> incapable of putting them down, I would have said, well, that's rubbish. I mean, how mm. is that going to happen? And now look at it. It's totally happened. And it, it was platforms like Facebook, which were really a part of that process. So I think really it's me wanting to believe it can't happen because it's a bit ready player one. You know, it's a bit dystopian. But, you know, if they're getting in the education space, very clever, I guess. You can, uh, yeah, it's very a, a generational. Children. It's very yeah. generational, too. I was just at uh, the local grocery store here over the weekend, and there was a woman at the courtesy desk, and she was probably in her 80s, uh, and she was talking to the worker, and she had mentioned something about, I saw that on Facebook. And I thought, well, okay, that tracks, right? Uh, I think our... Um, our age group were, um, we were kind of early adopters of that. We told our parents and our older generation, you have to get on this because it's an easy way for us to stay connected. But what about the younger generation? Uh, I, I think that probably that's, uh, the shift to meta and metaverse and, and trying to capture them. And, and then Daniel, you mentioned the education, um, focus yeah. and Nathan, it makes sense. Right? But yeah. win the hearts and minds early. Okay. I'm going to, like I say, I'm going to spend my time with the manatees. Uh, Sean says, look at the tremendous success of Google Glass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think people had objections to the forward-facing camera on Google Glass. They didn't. It was like, yeah. get away from me. I don't want to be on the internet. <laughs> Remember Once... Robert Scoble going into a, uh, like a, a male bathroom in Once one of the tech conferences something. and everybody else was like, get out, <laughs> just get out. That's too weird. You've got these cameras on your face. <laughs> and we're all, you know, using the facilities. Okay, I don't know what's going to happen. I kind of hope that the <laughs> augmented reality is left as a sort of hobby pastime thing and doesn't become, mm. you know, the new normal. But, got to say, don't go to the shops anymore. Just shopping mm -hmm. on the phone these days, you know, it's radically mm -hmm. shifted all of that, so... Yeah. Whew. All time right, we'll tell. Two, yeah, time will tell. All right, two minutes left, so we'll go. We'll go for this one very quickly. That is how squids transport their eggs. Right, that's all you need to know. In a big flappy ghost-like thing underneath it, I'll link in the show notes. You can go and check it out yourself. But this, oh, this is Jess's not WordPress, but kind of fun pick of the week. Yeah. Migratory monarch butterflies. Oh. Monarchs are down 90% and so are milkweed plants. So the reason I wanted to bring this up is because we can all help get monarchs back. And you can go to saveourmonarchs.org and order your milkweed seeds 
or go to your local pharmacy and grab one that's already kind of grown and throw it in your lawn because they need that. What that plant is the solution, right? That little thing in the picture that we can see, they thrive on that vegetation there. Milkweeds specifically are very important to monarch butterflies. And so that is the easiest, most readily available plant that we can put in our yards to help them. Look, we've got Pat. I don't know Pat Shelter. Hello, Pat. I'm sorry if I've butchered your first name, but uh, I planted so many milkweeds around our pond. Bravo. Yeah. yeah the monarchs. Important. Mm. They're the yeah. only source of food. So we got we to gotta help them, man. <laughs> <laughs> Beth, Beth with a sort of slightly contrary position. They, they call call it a weed for a reason. I'm guessing I'm guessing milkweed does sort of, sort of spread around the garden somewhat. So yeah, maybe, maybe caveat emptor with the milkweed plant. All right, that's it. That's all we've got time for. That was a fun show. I enjoyed that. Loads of comments coming in. I really appreciate all that. There was lots of engagement. That was dead cool. Unfortunately, you three, I'm going to humiliate you tremendously now with the wavy hand gesture thing that we have to do. So it's a question of raising up both the hands, giving us a wave, giving us a wave. Look at that. That's cool. And we'll use that as the album art. We won't be back next week because I'm going on holiday. I'm going on my annual little Ooh, holiday with my little kidneys. I know. Congratulations. Yeah, we're off to Florida, and we're going to swim with manatees. We've got it all <laughs> sorted out. There you no, go. No, we're not. We're going to Wales, which is really a nice part of the UK, and we're going to go swim in the sea and enjoy nice. things like that. So we won't be back next week. We'll be back the week after that. Adam Warner, Daniel Shortsmith, Jessica Frick, thank you so much for joining us today, and thanks for those of you that made a comment. I really appreciate it. Take it easy.